welcome to the Office 365 Developer Podcast, the only show focused on Office 365 development where Richard and I talk to the experts from all over the globe coding on the Office 365 platform. For more information on Office 365 development, visit dev.office.com and follow us on the hashtag Office365Dev. Hey, well, welcome to episode 104. I'm flying solo this week. Richard is... Uh, off on paternity leave duties. I think it's fantastic that he's had an opportunity to do that and uh, strongly encourage anyone else who gets an opportunity to take paternity leave to uh, to consider that. Of course, this week I think he's going to be a little bit disappointed on having missed out because this is a huge week for SharePoint people uh, and Richard, of course, is one of those. Uh, SharePoint, uh, the SharePoint framework uh, was released, or at least the preview of it was released uh, this very morning. And we'll spend most of this uh, this episode uh, chatting to Mike Amelan, who's one of the uh, the uh, product managers on that uh, on that team. But uh, before we do that, let's get into a couple of the weekly updates. Most of them are, in fact, all about the SharePoint framework. But the first one I want to talk about is not. It's it's a follow up on a weekly update we did last week. Now, Richard Custance, who's one of our colleagues in the UK, has been writing about using the Excel REST API in the Microsoft Graph. And this week, he's come out with a great blog. Uh, about, uh, in fact, the second part of his blog about using Excel as a calculation service. Last week he talked about using the inbuilt, inbuilt Excel functions, uh, and this week he's talking about using functions that uh, the users themselves can write uh, as a calculation service. Definitely worth checking that out. He's got uh, a comprehensive blog, and of course, it accompanied by some really, uh, some really good sample code uh, up on his GitHub site. So we've got links to that in the in the weekly updates and the show notes. Uh, the other three that I want to talk about are all about the framework. Mark Anderson's done a, a neat post on you know the, the SharePoint framework being here, which which is great, um, an introduction to, to those sorts of things, as well as some links to some previous information about that. Uh, Tony Phillips in the UK has got a, a really cool post about creating a new SharePoint framework project using Node.js. Uh, and of course, uh, as we'll find out in the interview, Node.js and, and, uh, and some of the... Uh, some of the other, uh, uh, what might usually be considered uh, open source and, and, uh, and almost non-Microsoft uh, tools and, and technologies are very important to the, the SharePoint framework and to, to people who are developing on it. So definitely worth checking that out. And finally, of course, uh, wouldn't be complete uh, without an update from Waldeck. Uh, Waldeck uh, Master Cars has uh, a, an excellent uh, GitHub um, uh, repo uh, where he creates a SharePoint framework weather web part. And uh, it's, it's a really nice introduction to some of the things that are available in the SharePoint framework. So that's, uh, that's all worth checking out. And of course, as usual, the links are in the show notes. Um, we've also got links to the things that we talk about in our next interview. And I, I, I was very pleased to be able to sit down with, uh, with Mike Amelan this morning, Sydney time, and uh, have a chat to him. Mike's been around for a long time. I'll, I'll let him introduce himself as part of the interview, but, um, but he's got uh, a wealth of experience. And in fact, this is not the first time he's been working on SharePoint, although he's only just come back to the team in the last week or so. But uh, he's certainly been working on SharePoint previous to that. And uh, he's got quite an interesting story about how he got started in SharePoint. So maybe I'll let him tell that. So I'm sitting here with uh, Mike Amelan. Well, actually, I'm not sitting here. I'm sitting here in Australia, and Mike's in, uh, in Redmond. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's a privilege to be here. Well, it's, it's great to have you on here. And you're, uh, you're only just come back into the SharePoint team, but really what's quite an exciting time. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we kick off with, uh, with the important news of the day. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I've been a part of Microsoft for 17 years now. 
Uh, I started off on the Excel team, uh, you know, back when uh, Excel was sort of like, you know, like one fourth of Office, a big part of it. Um, of course, we've expanded a lot since then. Uh, I worked on Combat Flight Simulator for a while, and uh, one of the things that we were doing was we had these game design documents that we're trying to share and iterate on fairly quickly. And so I was writing some tools to keep people uh, up to date on what the latest of those game design were and try to keep people notified. And people kept telling me, well, you know, that's really just SharePoint. SharePoint does that. Why, why, you know, why shouldn't we use SharePoint? And of course, I was a little frustrated because I had spent a lot of time coding on it. But <laughs> ultimately, I, I took some time to go you know, kick the tires of SharePoint. I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, so around 2003, I uh, moved over to the SharePoint team. And I worked on the developer platform for about another seven years, uh, you know, working on various developer features, you know, web parts, uh, the feature framework, um, you know, those kinds of things, uh, you know, .NET APIs and getting that out. Uh, and then I also worked on the SharePoint 2013 release. So I uh, worked on the add-ins model for SharePoint 2013. Uh, around that time, I worked on Yammer. So I was in San Francisco working with the Yammer team, which was really great, uh, you know, great team, uh, learned a lot. Uh, and then I worked on it for a couple years. So uh, shipping the map control ins inside of Windows 10. If you have any questions about it, feel free to ask. Um, and uh, you know, now I'm actually back on the SharePoint team. So I'm actually on the SharePoint developer ecosystem team, uh, you know, doing a little bit more of a marketing role. But uh, you know, I'm excited. At, I've, I've definitely joined at the right time. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. That's awesome. Uh, I'd love to chat to you at some stage about the Bing Map stuff. That's one of my uh, passions and, and specialities in some ways, uh, mapping and GIS. But we'll maybe leave that for another show. Um, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's very cool that uh, that you've been around SharePoint for so long and you've seen it in so many iterations. Uh, because yeah, it's, it's kind of all been leading up to this point, right? Right, right. No, it's 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 great to see. You know, you know, a lot of the things are, are still the same, but actually a lot of things are different and and working a lot better. You know, we're iterating more quickly. We're getting our you know, stuff out to developers more quickly. So um, it's, it's definitely been a lot of changes that have happened over those past, you know, what, 14 years. Uh, but it's definitely all for the better, and it's really cool to see. Very, very cool indeed. So to, uh, today, well, pretty much just, just recently, in the last, last 24 hours or so, we've made uh, a pretty cool announcement. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we announced the developer preview of the SharePoint framework. Um, so the SharePoint framework is basically a, a new set of tools and a new set of infrastructure for building rich client applications inside of SharePoint. Um, so, you know, in a, in a brief nutshell, as we were building out these new modern experiences that you've, you know, seen inside of SharePoint, uh, the new document libraries, the new page model, um, you know, we want to build that using modern web techniques and we want it to be very responsive, very quick to react to users' inputs. You know, editing a page inside of SharePoint should feel like, you know, a PowerPoint, uh, editing a PowerPoint. Uh, so we wanted a very good, you know, you know, first class sort of very rich experience for that. Um, and so our developers ended up actually writing a lot of script for that and, and you know, using a lot of frameworks, things like React, um, you know, to put together these components. And, you know, although you've been able to add more script to SharePoint throughout, you know, the, throughout history, whether it's through content editor web parts or editing pages or uh, more recently the script editor web part, um, you know, in order to make it easy for people to bring in these frameworks, bring in these tools, we really decided to sort of improve and streamline um, how people build rich client applications inside of SharePoint. And so that's a lot of the genesis behind the SharePoint framework. Uh, we built it to make our modern page experiences and document library experiences better. Um, but we also wanted to make it available to third parties so that you know everyone out there can go build their applications and and build some really cool things with it as well. So uh, it's got a lot of different components that we can talk about, um, but uh, we just announced our developer preview. Uh, it's up on github.com slash SharePoint, uh, so you can go get it. We also have a blog post on dev.office.com slash blogs. Um, so yeah, we're, we're pretty excited that uh, we've got it out there in the public. Cool, and so this is a preview still. What's in and what's not? 
Well, so it, it's definitely still fairly early, and, and you know, honestly, the, the preview is still a little rough around the edges, but uh, you know, we wanted to get it out early so we could get feedback from the community and you know, we could iterate it on the right ways and in the right directions that people were really interested in. You know, so this is one of those changes, you know, back uh, back in my day, but back in you know the two thousand sevens, you had, you know, you shipped on CDs, and so you didn't have a lot of great opportunities to put things out there, get feedback, change the code, get it back out again. Um, so now it's a little different, and we're putting it out there a lot earlier, um, and we're putting it out, um, you know, with again some rough edges around it, but we hope to get a lot of feedback and. You know, we'll steer it in the direction that people want it to go in terms of, you know, trying to address the, the things that the community raises with the framework. So uh, we want to get people uh, some experience with it. Uh, right now, uh, we're focused on letting people build client-side web parts with the SharePoint framework. Um, so you can build new client-side web parts that work either in the classic page model or inside of uh, the new modern page experience. Uh, so that's what we're focused on for now. We do expect that we'll, you know, expand it to more scenarios like, for example, building full play page applications and maybe doing some more integrations uh, as well. But, uh, you know, we're starting small and uh, we're looking forward to getting people's feedback. What would you, yeah, that, that's really cool. And the feedback is going to be super important. I think that's the, um, one, of the, one of the neat things, as you say, about this concept of an evergreen model or, or this ability to release stuff onto the web. It's, it's, it's really exciting yeah. that people are doing it. Who do you expect to be downloading this and, and playing with it? Um, well, so, you know, we, we are hoping that, you know, certainly a lot of folks that have been doing SharePoint development for a long time, uh, you know, will, will, you know, take a chance to download it and kick the tires. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you haven't been doing a lot of client-side JavaScript work and, and you haven't been playing with frameworks like React and Angular. Um, but, you know, it's actually a, a really great uh, set of tutorials to get started uh, with those frameworks and also get started with them in the context of, uh, you know, SharePoint as well. So we're hoping that basically anyone who's a SharePoint developer who has some time to give some feedback, um, you know, that they can go take a look. I mean, one thing I should note is that we're still in developer preview, so it's not ready for production use, but uh, we're sort of also working on that fairly quickly. So we expect SharePoint developers will, you know, kick the tires and give some feedback to us. Um, but we're also hoping that the SharePoint framework uh, is, is appealing and, and makes it easy to work with SharePoint, even if you've never worked with SharePoint before. So if you've built some rich applications with JavaScript for the web using you know, various frameworks, um, maybe you're not familiar with SharePoint, but hopefully this will be uh, you know, a little bit of a way to take all the things you've built and get them inside of SharePoint, um, even if you're not super familiar with it. So we're actually trying to cast a wide net, uh, both you know, standard, you know, sort of classic SharePoint developers, if you will, um, but also just any modern web dev uh, who wants to integrate with you know, the great productivity experience of SharePoint, uh, this would be a great way to, to evaluate that. Right. I often go and talk to web devs about uh, about stuff around uh, why are you why are you why are you building this stuff that's already built into a, a framework like SharePoint, a, a, a product like SharePoint. Uh, this is not your unique value proposition. Your unique value proposition is adding the value that only you can add. So why would you go and do things like I don't know, uh, SharePoint lists or, or something similar to that uh, when you can take advantage of the the fact that your clients probably already got that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Completely. Very cool indeed. Um, so, what are we actually shipping as part of this preview? Are we shipping tools? Are we shipping uh, libraries? What, what, what's, uh, what's there? Well, yeah. So, SharePoint Frameworks actually has a number of different components to it. Um, you know, so we're leveraging pretty standard open source tools like Yeoman. Uh, so, we're shipping some generators for Yeoman that allow you to create a project very quickly uh, for SharePoint Frameworks. So, if you're familiar with, if you're not familiar with Yeoman, uh, you know, think of it a little bit as, you know, file new project in Visual Studio, but on the command line that you can run on your Mac or on your Windows PC. 
Um, it will go create uh, you know, a sort of a standard starter template for you. It'll hook up all the right build scripts. Um, it contains additional commands for actually deploying and publishing uh, your SharePoint framework projects to SharePoint. Um, so we've got some generators in Yeoman uh, to help people get started. Um, we've also uh, built some commands for Gulp. So Gulp is a, if you're not familiar, is a you know, runtime build system that will you know, compile all your JavaScript resources, you know, compile your CSS, you know, pack it up with Webpack, um, put it all together. Um, and we've got some additional tools for that that will, again, do the deployment and pushing to SharePoint um, you know, when you're ready to do that. Another cool component is uh, something we're calling SharePoint Workbench. So SharePoint Workbench is, you know, it's essentially a miniature version of SharePoint that uh, you're running locally on your machine. It's served up through Gulf. Um, and, you know, what that does is, it, of course, it gives you all the CSS styles that Office 365 is using and SharePoint is using. Um, but in addition, uh, you know, it's got some tools for seeing what your, your page will look like or your part will look like uh, if you're running on a mobile device or a tablet or a full desktop. So it's got some debugging tools in there as well. Um, and the, the great thing about that is it's served locally, so you can actually do some development uh, you know, with Page on your, on your machine. So even if you're on a plane, um, you can still build the bulk of your uh, client-side web part just using the SharePoint Workbench to test out some of the things that you're doing. Nice. I don't um, need so my 32 gig uh, uh, machine running four VMs anymore. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to. You know, have one of those machines. I, you know, I when I came back to the team, I sort of uh, almost nostalgically uh, paved my machine to SharePoint uh, uh, to, to Windows Server and you know, ran through all the configuration <laughs> stuff to set up SharePoint. It was uh, it was a tearful journey down memory lane for me, but uh, yeah, you know, I needn't have not have done that because you know you can use you know any sort of standard laptop to do a lot of this development. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. In addition to that, we've also got some new APIs. So when you're building a SharePoint client uh, side web part, you can also you know do things like make requests to SharePoint uh, REST endpoints, and it'll handle a lot of the authentication details for you. Um, so there's a number of different components. Uh, we also have some APIs for dealing with the, the user experience of, of SharePoint. So if you want to have a property pane um, that people can use to customize your part when they put it onto their site, um, you can integrate with those property panes as well. So it's really a lot of different uh, components together. Um, and again, some deployment tools through Gulp and through Yeoman, um, you know, the SharePoint Workbench for debugging, some APIs for doing REST services. Um, you know, a lot of it is guidance too. You know, this is you know you were always able to kind of get all these frameworks into into SharePoint before, right. but this is really just a nice paved path for doing that. Awesome. So on on the on that guidance uh, front, have we got things like walkthroughs and, and getting started guides and those sorts of things coming? Yeah. So uh, if you go to uh, GitHub.com/sharePoint, uh, there's a wiki there that you can go into, and we've got six walkthroughs um, starting from a hello world to calling some SharePoint APIs. Um, you know, using jQuery UI, um, you know, different things. That, and, and we're also looking to add more over time. Um, we're also going to be looking to, you know, take pull requests and those kinds of things if folks have them for, you know, more documentation support. Um, cool. You know, th there's a really cool sample with, uh, you know, and a really cool capability with integrating with the Office UI fabric. Um, so, you know, I think when you put SharePoint Framework and Office UI fabric together, um, you can build, you know, really compelling, you know, well-integrated SharePoint experiences that, you know, leverage all the great user experience components that we've developed for SharePoint, like lists and toolbars and command bars. Um, you can put together some really powerful things fairly quickly. So, you know, that's that's one thing I'm I'm particularly, uh, you know, hyped up about because I think it's yeah. really cool. Um, and there's a sample for that. 
That's great. And look, I'm just, just having a look through these docs now. There's some, there's some really comprehensive stuff on there, including you know, some philosophy stuff. Why SharePoint Framework is, is, is yeah, a great start, yeah. right? You know, what, what is it about this thing that we've, that we've changed? Um, and, then, um, and then not only you know, tutorials about Hello World Web Park, but how do you set up your, your develop, developer tenant and how do you set up your machine to, to get, yeah, get going yeah. with the coding? That's, that's great. Now, one of the things I see that, well, I don't see that as a, as a, a Microsoft, long-time Microsoft dev, I feel like I'm missing is uh, Visual Studio tooling. Yeah, so we're, we are still working on that and, and working to enhance our Visual Studio, uh, you know, integration as well. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, right now, we're starting with uh, you know some fairly uh, really lightweight tools. You know, we want to make sure that we support things like development on a Mac. You know, all of our samples are using Visual Studio Code, but we're also going to be working towards uh, you know how we integrate with uh, you know full Visual Studio as well. Yeah, that's very very cool. Um, so the stuff's available on the. Um, uh, uh, well, on the GitHub repo is, is probably a good place to start. Uh, and yeah. there's the, the blog post that we'll, we'll link to in the show notes. Uh, is there any, anywhere else that people should be looking for, uh, for more information? Yeah, so we're going to be working to sort of build out a more formal, uh, you know, sort of hub for all of the SharePoint documentation for SharePoint Framework, of course, but also uh, things like the add-in model as well. Um, that's still a work in progress, but we expect to have that fairly soon. So, uh, you know, more of a central clearinghouse for more documentation. We'll, we'll announce the URL for that when we're ready. Um, but yeah, for now, um, you know, a lot of the content is really for SharePoint Framework is up on the GitHub site, um, and we're going to be rapidly changing it over time. And I think we just released it, you know, a few hours ago. We already have a, a good number of edits on it, so it, it's it's great <laughs> well, to see. Well, it's the beautiful thing about having it up on GitHub, which is why I love the, the approach the Office team have take, taken to to doing their 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 dev, their, or at least their, their documentation dev in the open on GitHub. It makes so much sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you can rev it really quickly. They're like any behemoth behind the scenes, if you need to update the, the MSDN documentation, then it's you know, six weeks of, of, of clearing reviews and, and, uh, and, uh, and legal approval. But if you need to make a quick change here, just a, a pull request and, a, uh, and, uh, and a, um, uh, a merge, essentially. Very, very cool. Yeah, and we're definitely keeping an eye out. So um, if people have feedback and they put it on Stack Exchange or on Twitter um, or, or other forums, um, we're keeping an eye out on a daily, probably now hourly or even minutely basis, um, right. and we're updating the, the the wiki information in real time to make sure that you know if there's a workaround that we need to put in, uh, folks know about it as well. And and we'll start to roll up you know as we have more releases and as we have updates, we'll have you know a bit of you know a change log and also kind of more of a roadmap. Um, but for now, we're just doing a lot of updates in real time as as people. Uh, you know, run into issues or as we discover new things or as we add new content, uh, new maybe new walkthroughs and those kinds of things. Right. And there's also a user voice uh, forum, I think, that you can... Yes, you there's can, also a user voice forum. Yeah, yeah thanks. Which, which is very, very cool. And look, that's... Uh, I, I say to people all the time when I, when I give my presentations, if you've got a suggestion for new things in, in Office Dev, then putting it into user voice is actually a remarkably effective way of getting the attention of the, of the various teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is why we're doing it. I mean, we're... You know, we're really just doing it to make sure that we are prioritizing the right things. Because a lot of times, you know, as a program manager, you know, working on a project, you have a lot of good ideas and things that keep you up at night about what you should be doing next. Um, but a lot of times you find out that the things that you're worried about is not what anyone else is worrying about. And the things that you're not worrying about is what you know, people in the community are, uh, are, are more concerned with. And so, you know, having this close tie to the feedback, uh, you know, really will help us build a better thing. That's very cool. Now, um, this is probably... Certainly, from, from what you were saying before, this is the third or fourth iteration of developer methodologies you've worked on in SharePoint. Talk a little bit about that, that evolution and, and why you think this is, this is uh, sort of going in the direction we need to go. Yeah, so, um, well, so when I started in SharePoint, you know, in, in you know, 2003, really, 
know, obviously .NET was uh, kind of starting to take off, and that was, you know, a very common way to develop things. Uh, ASP.NET was really large, and so, you know, a lot of times you'd build these, you know, ASP.NET server-side models where you deploy a DLL, um, and you'd have this interaction model where, you know, people would make changes on their website, and that would go to a server. Now, the server, you know, which was on-premises, um, would have, you know, you could deploy to it, and you could add all the server-side logic you want to respond to that request and render a new page and those kinds of things. Um, and go back. And, and that was really how a lot of web development was done. Um, you know, there have been very Ajaxy, uh, you know, applications since then as well, but a lot of it was done with the server-side rendering, and a lot of SharePoint was done that way as well. Um, you know, over time, of course, the whole developer, you know, world has, you know, evolved quite a few times, and, and SharePoint has evolved a few times along with that. Um, so, of course, today, you know, you'll see a lot more applications using that pattern of, you know, we're going to put a lot of our logic into JavaScript and make that very rich, almost application-like in a sense, and then we're going to keep the server very lightweight, um, you know, and, and, you know, just have services that respond to requests and not actually do any of the user experience rendering. Of course, another huge, huge development is uh, the cloud. So, um, you know, whether you're working with, you know, Office 365 or whether you're working with, you know, maybe your corporation sort of, you know, internal cloud, if you will, you know, the ability to deploy DLLs to your SharePoint server is, is you know, impossible or very hard in a lot of organizations. And so, you know, that, that's another reason why that model sometimes doesn't scale quite the right ways. Um, so in order to support that, we, we, you know, again, are looking at various, you know, how we're developing our applications and how people in the sort of the modern web development world are building applications. And we want to make sure that SharePoint can support that. Um, we want to also make sure that, you know, people can bring their existing skills and their existing knowledge about, you know, modern web development. They can get it into SharePoint, but it should, should not require a, you know, too much specific SharePoint knowledge or there shouldn't be too much of a, you know, SharePoint specific way of doing things. Um, so, you know, we've been trying to adapt to, um, you know, basically changes in the world for the cloud and for sort of richer client-side applications. Another, another real benefit of the SharePoint framework is we're also designing it for mobile usage. Um, so, you know, a big part of, you know, the modern SharePoint experience is being able to use it inside of mo mobile applications. Uh, so that's another target of the SharePoint framework is making it easy to build responsive applications that can fit in, you know, web pages that are hosted on, on you know, phones and tablets and those kinds of things. Um, now, one thing I do want to clarify is that, you know, the SharePoint framework is really designed to support building these rich client applications. It's not, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't consider it the new model of, of SharePoint development. It, it complements uh, SharePoint add-ins uh, as well if you're doing sort of cloud-based development. You know, SharePoint add-ins, uh, you know, they use, for example, iframes to put presentation layers in, in your web pages. And, you know, iframes are a good thing from an isolation perspective. You can really tightly control what those, uh, you know, those add-ins are doing uh, inside of your SharePoint site. And, of course, for things like the store, you want to be able to very specifically tell you know, what those, those store add-ins are able to do. And so the iframe-based approach that add-ins have are really good for that. Um, on the other hand, you know, sometimes you have developers in your organization who want to build complete experiences on top of SharePoint, and you trust them, and you want to make sure that they have full access to the capabilities of your SharePoint site. Um, and for, in that case, you know, things like the SharePoint framework um, are a good choice that allow you to have the full power of, of customizing SharePoint um, you know, so, so there's definitely good cases for add-ins and there's good cases for, you know, SharePoint framework. And we're actually working to try to bring these together a little bit more over time as well. Um, but the SharePoint framework model is not, uh, it's not necessarily the new model of SharePoint development. We're still supporting, you know, a lot of the other existing uh, models, add-ins. And, you know, if you're doing on-premises code, there's definitely cases where you'd still use, you know, some of the, 
you know, .NET DLLs and, and feature XML right. and those kinds of things as well. Um, I think that's a key point that, that that's, it's not a it's not an it's not a revolution. It's an evolution. And, yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, I mean, you know, sometimes when I look at it, I think, wow, we have changed the model quite a few times. But then I look at the developer, you know, mark it all up, and uh, you know, uh, and I, I see like you know things have changed quite a lot for developers in the last you know 12, 12 years, so to speak. I think the other thing I'll say is, you know, you know, a lot of times when we were developing ASP.NET and we we're developing. Um, you know, you were developing that inside of SharePoint, developers would say, well, yeah, you know what, I really want to use this MVC feature and, you know, or I want to use this other capability that, that is just recently released. And because we were sort of confined to, you know, on-premises releases that had a slower cadence, and we couldn't really just radically change our server-side rendering framework very quickly, we, we weren't as fast as we would like to have been at adapting to all the new frameworks. Uh, things like the SharePoint framework sort of smoothed the path to, you know, using any kind of framework that you want. Um, you know, we, we definitely have some cool tools for thing, for React, we have some cool tools for Angular, but the idea is that, you know, you shouldn't be bound to how SharePoint is doing its thing, and, and we want to really try to make that open and, and possible for people to bring their own frameworks or whatever new framework comes down the pike and use it inside of SharePoint so they're not you know, really locked into, you know, the, the, the developer choices that, that uh, maybe SharePoint is making. Um, right, so, yeah, that's maybe. cool. I was actually going to ask you about that next. I, it, it does seem to me, from from the, the the limited reading I've done, is there's a little bit of a bias within the team towards React. Yeah. But there's a yeah. certainly, yeah. But there's certainly uh, the the capability of, of putting it on pretty much any any framework, and there is some, there is some Angular work being done as well. Yeah. There's there's definitely some great Angular work to be done. Yeah. To be clear, a lot of the our modern experiences are implemented via React. Um, so so that's that's where you'll see, for example, really great. Uh, Office UI Fabric support. Of course, Office UI Fabric supports you know plain JavaScript and other frameworks as well. And there's you know ng Office UI Fabric as well, which is a great you know Angular add-in. Um, but yeah, a lot of our our, our uh, out of the box components use React. But and we have gotten you know some feedback that we're sort of working towards around you know again making it easy for people to pull in other frameworks and not you know even if in some places we we use React. Um, to try to make it possible to build in, you know, any sort of framework that, that developers are coming into, and 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 we're looking how about how to respond to that feedback and 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 you know widen it up a little bit. It's it's, it's very exciting times, Mike. I, I really appreciate you jumping on and and telling us about it. And I'm sure we'll have some some much more in depth discussions with people over the next little while about some of the components that that are in the framework. Uh, but in terms of other people people finding stuff out, obviously we've got the links in the show notes. But uh, I, there's a there's a bunch of great uh, great sessions ha coming up at Ignite too. I understand. Oh yeah, there's there's a, I don't know the exact count. I think there's at least uh, you know six or seven on SharePoint Framework. There'll probably be more. Um, yeah, yeah. Look forward to having you know, more sessions and more information on, on SharePoint Framework at Ignite. Um, you know, Ignite, I think, is now sold out or almost sold out, but um, I think that, uh, you know, certainly we'll have online sessions as well, so, um, you know, definitely keep an eye out for the Ignite sessions, and I think we'll have more to, you know, announce and talk about as well at Ignite. We'll, you know, again, in response to what people are asking for and, and, and how people want us to evolve the SharePoint Framework. Very, very cool indeed. Mate, is there anything else you'd like to, to leave us with? Any, any final messages? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think we, you know, we, we announced it, and so hopefully p folks will get some time to, again, kick the tires on the SharePoint framework and give us some feedback. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely listening and we're paying attention, and, and now's a great time to, you know, uh, if there's a framework that you like or a particular style of coding that you like, uh, to tell us about it and, and see how it works with SharePoint framework and, and get, you know, get started. Well, Mike, uh, welcome back to the to the SharePoint fold. Oh, thank uh, you. Thanks very much for uh, for taking the time to, to chat with us in what must be like a 
day two or three for you? It's which, day three of me, but uh, yeah, we've launched yeah. a product. We've done some blog posts. I did a you know, keynote demo, so it's a good three days. It's a good three days indeed. It's all like this, man. You know that in the SharePoint world, that, that's, that's how it's going to be from now yes. on. Thanks very much for your time. Um, and uh, I'll look forward, as I say, to seeing lots more very cool stuff coming out of your team in, in, the, in the very uh, near time frame. Yeah, great. Thanks a lot. Well, that's all for this week. Make sure you check out dev.office.com for all our podcasts, the developer program, and other amazing content. Also, make sure you follow us at Office Dev on both Twitter and Facebook. Until next week, keep on coding.